that was, or should I say those were, the Travelling Wilburys with End of the Line. And it introduces our next story. When's a train journey more than a ride from point A to point B? When it's also a series of off-train experiences to add to the luxury carriages and the great service on board. That's what reporter Carolyn Jasinski experienced recently aboard Great Southern Rail, a seasonal service over summer between Brisbane and Adelaide, with stops along the way in Coffs Harbour, the Hunter Valley, Victoria's wine country, and a visit to Penfold's Grange Winery near Adelaide, as Carolyn detailed last week. Carolyn, welcome back. Thank you. I don't imagine you drank every wine that was on the train or at the destinations <laughs> along the way. But where no. just, where, how long is this wine trick you're talking about? Well, it's 11 days and it goes from Brisbane to Adelaide or in reverse. I did the Brisbane to Adelaide one. It's 2,885 kilometres. So I reckon it's the longest wine tasting trail in Australia. I think you're probably right. The, the wine focus starts on board the train. It's got a pretty extensive wine list and it it tends to focus on all the areas that the train travels through it's quite clever so it it, uh, places like hunter valley um and then the barossa is a heavy focus on south australia so it does the barossa mclaren vale clare valley and kutawara and it also takes a few unusual uh, wines uh, a couple from Victoria's in Strathbogie Ranges and the Gamby, and a surprise element from Gundagai in New South Wales. Gundagai, not renowned as a wine region yet. Maybe it's no. emerging. No, maybe. But so the wine list is varied, and it's really interesting. The heavy SA focus. I mean, I, I'm quite um, familiar <laughs> with the SA wines. Yeah. But so the the, um, the journey that I was on was called the Wine and Wildlife Package. And I just wanted to touch on that because it's very clever marketing by Journey Beyond. It's the, the Great Southern Train Route. But you can add on this extension. So it has off-train excursions in Coffs Harbour and Hunter Valley and Melbourne. And in Coffs Harbour, you have a dinner. In Hunter Valley, you can go do a full-day wine tour, which is really beautiful you go out to broken wood and tulloch wines to do wine and chocolate pairing and then in melbourne i opted to stay in melbourne to do the jail and to have lunch at eureka 89 sky deck but you can also if you wanted to swap that for a a day tour out to murrable valley okay that's down near geelong yes a good wine comes from that that region yeah so it's it's a wine lovers you know Obviously. Paradise, yeah, really. They didn't offer you banana wine in Coffs Harbour. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, thank goodness for that, she said. Yeah, well, I think it's a, it's a good bit of marketing. And obviously, you know, a train, a seat on a train or a bed on a train is one thing. But the more that they can bring to the table, I guess the broader the range of interests they appeal to. Tell me, from your observation on your particular trip, was this something that... Um, Australian visitors, Australian residents were on the, uh, the on board, or were they internationals? Were the were Americans on there looking to try the wines? We had a few internationals. I didn't come across any Americans. We had a few from Europe, right. um, coming from New Zealand. Yeah. Uh, it's very big in New Zealand. Actually, I've written a story for the New Zealand Herald on this train trip because they're dead keen on anything that this covered off three hot ticket Aussie 
bucket list items. So it was the train journey, it was wine and wildlife. Right. So you could do all three in one go. Very, very clever marketing okay. on Journey Beyond. Um, when you get to Adelaide, so after your 11 days, uh, sorry, after your four days and three nights on the train, you add the extra extension. So you can do a, a trip to Barossa Valley um, and you can also do the the great McGill Penfolds uh, option Which, that I talked about last week. Back, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's a corker. That's, so that's Just where Journey Beyond turns into a bus company or a boat company or a whatever. They well, they've got a whole lot of transportation, don't they? But yes, they tap into third-party operators, but they've obviously tested them. They're tried and true operators. They were the the tours that I did were really good, right. um, and you can take all or part of this package. And then the the killer was the the going wild on Kangaroo Island. This is the wildlife focus. So they fly you to Kangaroo Island. And you do two days of touring with exceptional KI. Ah, well, you know KI very well. You, you've reported for us from there on a number of occasions. Um, I do. I've done it a lot, and I and I'm just every time I do it, I've done it on my own, and I've done it with guides. Yeah. Every time I do it with guides, I just have to give a big tick because you learn so much. Every time I go with a different guide, I learn something different. And the exceptional KI guides were were fantastic. I had two different two different ones. So over there, like we spent time with the locals, and by the locals we did uh, kangaroos and wallabies and koalas, and Rosenberg goannas, glossy black cockatoos, echidnas, and seals. Well, so we had long nosed fur seals and Australian sea lions. Wow! So that's in two days. It's quite incredible. You I could, would have thought that would have a big appeal to the international market, but I guess once they fully return, uh, that'll be the test. Yes, yeah. There were a lot of internationals. Um, we were, I was touring with a UK couple uh, one day and then an American couple, an American family actually, on the second day. Right. So the tour does some of the usual things, the seal bay, but when you're with a guide, you get to go down on the beach. And you oh, can get okay. close close to the the seals. They're the Australian sea lions. There's a colony of about eight hundred. They can there. be a bit nasty, can't they? Um, I think they're just protective. Right. I've never seen a nasty incident down there. Right. But the the idea to be with the guides is that is to protect them as much as you. Yeah. Um, you have to stay a certain distance, and it was quite cute. There were some. Uh, baby seals up in the sand dunes and there was a group of people watching them and you know they're just they're so they're so cute um you know they play in the water or they cry out to their mums who might be at sea for days hunting for food oh, right. and they come back and then they're exhausted and then they've got these babies climbing all over them uh. but we were standing there and there was a pup trying to get to the water so the guides pulled everybody away and cleared a path for him and it was it's quite adorable and it's really well done it's the national the national park rangers and the guides have to be accredited to take you down onto the sand so right. keeping so them the uh, i mean this is a luxury train trip is yes. the accommodation luxury on ki what do you is it we in the same at, vein we stayed at ki lodge which is at american river and at first glance, you might think that American River hasn't got a lot to offer. It's away from the tourist hub. It's away from 
the commercial hub in Kingscote. Yeah. But American River is very quiet. But when you get there, it's there's so many hikers. There's there's a lot of beautiful hikes and just nature walks you can do. And it's a really nice place to just completely relax, take in the views. Um, if you're after shopping and that sort of stuff, you'd probably want to go around to the Aurora at Kingscote. But I think the KI Lodge is a it's a lovely option if you really want to escape and get back to nature. Well, the, the other big internationally known lodge, the Southern Ocean, that's still being repaired from the fire damage, right? That's, and that's being rebuilt as we speak. We tried to get in for a sneak look at the, the footings and things but couldn't because there's a lot of activity going on. We, we did our best to, to get in there, but, yeah, yeah Well, no I luck think, on. you know, good on Journey Beyond for, you know, delivering something more than just a train trip. Oh, absolutely. And, and it was interesting because there's a lot of people on board we spoke to that we said, oh, you know, it's lovely to meet you. And they said, oh, we're off to Kangaroo Island. And they were, so are we. But some people were doing it on their own, but the bulk of the people were doing it as part of this package. And it was really interesting to, to see it's already taking off. And I think with a bit more marketing of it and getting the word out there that it's a really easy option. People want to say, well, when I get to Adelaide, what do I do? Of course, you know, there's the wine, but okay, how do I get out to the wineries? And if Judy Beyonder are offering this as an option, it does make the package easy, makes makes yeah, touring it very is, easy. Obviously, yeah. Yeah. No, that, yeah. That makes a lot of sense. Now, this particular uh, train, the Great Southern, runs only for part of the year because like, yes. the car- carriages then become the GAN, don't they? That's right. So when the GAN stops um, for the wet season in the Northern Territory, they rebrand the GAN carriages and it becomes the Great Southern. So the Great Southern runs from December to February. And that may vary a tiny bit depending on the season. Uh, They're all very flexible. They have to watch the seasons basically and then they've got to fit into all the rail schedules. But, yes, so the GAN – so when you're on board, it's actually – the GAN carriages, like the Queen Adelaide dining cart, is on the GAN and it's on the Indian Pacific as well. Right. It's beautiful, elegant, sort of with yes, um, uh, Art Deco kind of It is, with carriage. the etched glass. It looks fantastic. It's, yeah, it's lovely. And the food, of course, is fabulous. What they whip up in that tiny carriage is yeah, quite amazing. Well, talked, uh, you talked to the exec chef or the chef de partie about what they can do from a, a very, very small galley. It's amazing. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's actually bigger than it used to be. But, yes, it's one carriage. And they, do, they do the train tango, I like to call it. So yeah. as they're reaching for things and plating up, they're all dancing around each other. It's very it's amazing to watch. Yeah. And then you've got your own cabins. The cabins are uh, gold or platinum or gold single. So I was in a gold twin. I was a bit spoilt. I had the lounge by day and bedroom by night. So they you have this long three-seater couch that turns into a, a bunk bed at night. Right. So on my own, I was lucky. So when you're with a partner... You just have to fight about who goes on top. Yeah, I've been there. <laughs> that used to be on the on the uh, overland to Adelaide, but that's of course that's just a day train now, isn't it? That's right. Now that's a, a only red and red premium. It's a day trip. I'm actually going on that this week. Are you? Yes, okay. I'm. I'm so checking out. Red being it's... the basic um, economy ticket, I guess you'd call it, would you? Well, yes. It's it's much better than a 
a basic train ticket, but you have red where you pay for your food and drinks, and then you have red premium, which is um, I'll find out for sure. But I'm thinking it's more of a lounge cart where you know you've got a bit more plush seats and okay. and your food and drinks are included. Well, that, that yeah. sounds great, Carolyn. Thanks for sharing that information with us and uh, with our with our listeners. If people want to follow up and just see what the options are in terms of uh, Australian train journeys um, yeah. what's the URL? Uh, if you go to journeybeyondrail.com.au Carolyn Chesinski there explaining all the options for off-train excursions on Great Southern Rail.